Exodus 17. Okay, I'm going to read the whole chapter. It's not a long chapter. Let me read it. The Bible says, And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin. Uh, that's a place, an actual place. Um, they, they weren't in sin and they came out. They, they were in a place called sin. Amen. After their journeys, according to the commandment of the Lord, and pitched in Rephidim, and there was no water uh, for the people to drink. So they were on a journey. They came from sin, uh, the place called sin, and uh, pitched in Rephidim, and there was no water. So they went, James, uh, they, they came to Rephidim, and uh, there was no water for them to drink. Now, that's all right, James, you don't have to do that here. Amen. That's okay. Wherefore, the people did chide with Moses and said, give us water that we may drink. Give us water that we may drink. That's understandable, right? We want some water. Uh, you'll notice murmuring. Murmuring is nothing. Uh, no, nobody likes the word murmur because it condemns us all. Amen. Um, but murmuring is, is always uh, with needed things. They wanted water. I mean, you can't um, condemn them for wanting water. Amen. But the whole point is that they knew God led them out and God will provide. That's, that's the thing, is that it's a lack of faith. When you murmur, it's a lack of faith on our part uh, because God has led you to this point. He will provide. He will provide. He got you through. He will get you through again. He didn't lead you out. Uh, he didn't save you to have you destroyed. Amen? He didn't lead you this far not to provide again. God will get you out. God will see you through. They just wanted some water, though. That's it. Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said, uh, why chide you with me? Wherefore do you tempt the Lord? Verse 3. And the people thirsted there uh, for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, wherefore is this that uh, thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our ch uh, cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, what shall I do unto this people that be almost ready to stone me? These people were angry with Moses. They were ready to kill him. Ready to kill Moses, uh, I guess, assumed that. But these people were male with Moses. They had their children. They had their uh, wives. They had their animals. I mean, they're they about to lose everything in their mind. They were at a point where it didn't make sense where they were at in the place they were. Uh, uh, God led them. Amen. It didn't make sense. Uh, it didn't make sense uh, for them not to have what they thought they needed. But yet they were still there. Yet they weren't dead. Amen. Were they thirsty? Yeah. Amen. Do you see the bills coming in? Yeah. Do, do you see the, the fridge empty sometimes? Yeah. Do you see the, all the issues and problems with your car and everything else? Yeah. But God didn't lead you to this point to see you cast away. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod, wherewith thou smotest the river. Take it in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, and the people may drink, uh, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the chiding of the children of Israel, and because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Then came Amalek. Let's start, 
stop at seven, and I'll, we're going to keep reading. Lord, thank you for your, your word. Thank you for the rock, Lord, that is higher than I. I pray you help us all to see uh, the rock in our lives. Um, pray, Lord, that you would strengthen us according to that word. Uh, Lord, that word is truth. Help us to hide that word in our heart, uh, that in our hearts that we might not sin against thee. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, we, a man has a lot of devices in his heart, the Bible says, but the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. We need to, we need to have, um, we have a, a lot of hidden things in our heart that comes out. We need to have the, what God's word hidden in our heart. Amen. Because during those tough times, that's what's going to come out. Uh, what you fall back on, uh, some people fall back on uh, drugs, some people fall back on alcohol. Listen, and that's what's going to come out in your hardest times. The fire is what brings out what's really in you. Brings out the impurities. Um, I tried to help Brother Justin. We tried to torch uh, one of his. He's got this uh, $300,000 coffee machine. And um, a piece broke on it. So I said, Brother Justin, I am an expert at uh, welding um, copper pipes. So we, no, no, no problem at all. So I put the flame on that thing. And it just melted. It melted. I don't know what, what that was made of, but um, it just definitely melted. Uh, it wasn't pure copper. It wasn't pure brass. Whatever was in there, though, uh, whether they put a lot of lead or whatever it was. But the flame, the fire really separated what it was made of. It looked like pure brass and copper. I meant the different fittings and all, but it wasn't. There were some mixtures of metals in there. And you know what? The fire brings all that out. And here you have the rock. Amen, that Moses smote. And guess what that rock represented? Lord Jesus Christ. He's our rock. He's the rock that followed them in the wilderness, the Bible says. And that's when Moses smote the rock. Christ was smitten one time for us, once and for all. That's why Moses didn't enter into the promised land. Why? Because the second time he was supposed to what? <laughs> Speak to the rock. Amen? But he hit it. He hit it again. And God... Uh, didn't let him go into the promised land because of that. Why? Because Christ was not smitten twice, only once. He was bruised for our iniquities. Uh, by his stripes we are healed. Amen. And Christ died once and for all. Once and for all and forever. And listen, that water came out. And as they pierced the side of Christ, the Bible says blood and water came out. And there's a river that flows from the throne of Christ. Amen. And Ezekiel saw. And wide is that river and deep is that river without width and without depth. It's so wide and so deep, meaning you can go into Christ and never find truly how rich you are in him. Though your sins be many, that water is enough to wash you clean. It's enough to cover every bit of you, no matter who you are. That's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that water came out. Listen, there was millions of people at this point, and they all drank. Amen? They all drank. Uh, Christ is enough for everyone. There was no one uh, that was without water. They probably had all their water bottles and water pitchers and everything enough to, to cook and to shower. And, to, and every need supplied when Moses smote that rock. You know what? And God created a miracle here, but... Guess what happens after a blessing? There's always a trial. Amen? Guess what happens after a victory? There's always another battle. And here you had Amalek. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. 
And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. That rod, uh, Moses called the rod of God. It was Moses' rod, but it became the rod of God because it represented uh, God's man. It represented uh, the working of God. And God had Moses use this rod in the sight of Pharaoh. God had Moses use this rod to part the Red Sea. God had uh, Moses use this rod uh, for all his work, amen, and to lead uh, the children of Israel uh, through the wilderness. That's, that was the rod of God. And Moses said, I'm going to go up on top of this mountain uh, and, and hold out the rod of God. And Joshua, I want you, Joshua was Moses' assistant. Amen. He was Moses' assistant. Joshua stood by Moses and Moses here took up Aaron and her to the top of the mountain with the rod of God. And they fought against Amalek. And when uh, the men seen Moses up there with the rod of God, with the rod held high, that gave him encouragement. It gave him strength. It gave them a, a reason to fight. Amen. And that rod represented the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And listen, we, we have to uh, lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It wasn't Moses just sitting up there in a lounge chair. It wasn't Moses, Aaron, and her sitting up there uh, doing nothing. No, they, they held up the rod of God high uh, so that the men fighting could see that rod. Not just three people up there, but it was about the rod. And Moses did. He lifted it up. And Moses said unto Joshua, choose us out men, go and fight. Verse 10, so Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. Moses wasn't just up there holding this rod. He was... Uh, examining the battle. And let me say this. When you get in a battle, you need to examine uh, your enemy. You need to take the time in your life to see uh, who you really are, your temptations. And remember how you feel when, after you do fall. That's going to help you. When you get tempted again by the same thing, you're going to remind yourself how empty uh, you felt after you fell the last time. Amen? Uh, how destroyed you were uh, when you fell the last time. How many blessings you lost when you fell the last time. And when the devil holds that in front of your face again and tempts you, uh, you can remind yourself, you know what, devil? It's not worth uh, going into this temptation and falling because uh, the cost that I have to spend for this sin is greater than... Uh, the enjoyment and the pleasure that I have doing it. It's not worth it. There is pleasure in sin for a season. That's why you commit it. That's why you fulfill uh, your lust. But the cost to do that outweighs the pleasure. Outweighs the pleasure. Listen, you need to examine your temptations today. You need to find out who you really are, why you fall, what you're tempted with. You need to examine the enemy. The enemy examines you. They scout you out. The devil scouts you out. The Bible says that uh, he walks to and fro uh, seeking whom he may devour. Had that, had, uh, Satan, has thou considered my servant Job? Yes, I have. 
and thou blessed them. And thou hast created a hedge and a protection around them and has blessed all that he had and protected all that he had. The devil knows who you are. The devil understands mankind. The devil knows how we fall. He knows how we operate. He knows how God operates. He's got it down to a science. Uh, we, we are all young compared to the devil. Amen. We are all young. No matter if you're 300 years old in here, uh, you are young compared to the devil. And you've not been at it longer than he has. Listen, and, but you need to take the time. If you want to have some uh, success in your life with fighting the battle, you need to examine it. Moses here was examining the battle. He realized that every time he held that rod up, they prevailed. They prevailed. He didn't just know that. He found that out. And you've got to see how you prevail. You're going to prevail. Uh, let me say this. You'll prevail doing it God's way. You, you start getting into your Bibles. I thank God that you're here on Wednesday night. You, you start getting faithful and coming to church every service as much as you can. I promise you, you'll have success. You'll have more success. The, the devil, he knows if he can get you out one service, it's going to be harder to make the next one. It's true. I've known somebody asked me, they said, uh, Pastor, what does it take? Why do people stop going to church? How does that happen? I said they miss one service. That's not possible. Yes, it is. If you miss one service, you can miss the next. And then the harder it is to get back. Amen? The, the enemy knows that. And you ought to see that in your life. Listen, read in your Bible. It's important to read your Bible every day. Every day man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. There are so many tools uh, to help you read your Bible. All those tools do not replace uh, the word of God, but they surely will help you get into this book. The daily feature, I thank God for it. It's a great tool. But if you just read the words on there and not the word, then you are wasting your time. You're wasting your time. Amen. You have to lay eyes on the words of God. That's how you're going to uh, eat. That's how you're going to live. You got to get into the word of God. You will not have a successful life, Christian walk, if you do not pray. You got to pray. You got to be a person of prayer. And allow God to grow you in prayer. You got to you ought to have a set time to pray. You ought to have a prayer list. Get that list out. Lord, just help. If you start off with a minute, 20 seconds, whatever it is, and let it grow from there until you have a book of you're praying for people and you're praying for. Listen, God moves mountains uh, through praying people. It, uh, Moses examined Amalek. He examined the battle. His men were down there fighting. His men saw Moses and the rod of God held high up on the mount with Aaron and Hur. Moses seen that every time the rod was up, Israel prevailed. He examined the enemy. Listen, you ought to examine your enemies in your life today. What, what caused you to fall? Nobody does this accidental walking with God and just falls. Nobody does that. It's not what happens. God says God's way is a straight and narrow path. 
straight and narrow. That means there's no veering off to the right and left. All this uh, craziness in the world, God's way is not that way. It's narrow-minded. People don't like that. Amen. You're narrow-minded. Yes, I am. Right on Christ. Like this. Like horses with blinders. Amen. All I see is that cross. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You ever see a little uh, kindergarten boy in class? (laughs) Johnny, listen up. Sorry, we have a Johnny. Johnny, listen up. Pay attention. How many apples are on the board? Teacher, what's that up there? Right? Distractions. God says, I'm going to keep you focused. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you my spirit in you. It's all you need. Just keep walking. Amen? Keep walking. Whatever you need is on that path. All your strength is on that path. Everything you uh, want is on that path. And I'm on there with you. Amen? Straight and narrow. There's no falling. God, God didn't put on the path uh, pitfalls as the devil. He gets on there and he, he gets us distracted to get off to the wayside. And we wind up planning. The Bible says, make not provisions, provisions, providing for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. And what happens, we start providing. You know not to talk to that person. They get you on, on the wrong path. But you call them anyway. You know you shouldn't be watching that, but you do it anyway. You know you shouldn't have done that, but you did it anyway. You're providing for yourself to fall. You're making provisions for your flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Until you get to the point and you fell again. Uh, you listen, you got to scout the enemy. You see the enemy in your life. They're doing you no good. Uh, if you keep on losing the battle in your life, You're just going to put your life at another standstill to start all over again. God wants to give you victory today, but you need to scout the enemy. See how you fall. See why you fall. This is between you and the Lord. Uh, Get yourself some strength wherever you lack. God's grace is sufficient for you. There came a time in verse 12, but Moses' hands were heavy. Moses' hands were heavy. Every time he held that rod up high, they prevailed. But his hands were heavy. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. How can Moses uh, do it? I'm going to say this. You can't do it. You can't do it. Who you are is what you've been dealing with your whole life. And anything good that comes out of you is God. The whole purpose, the whole goal is lifting the Lord Jesus Christ above yourself. That's where the victory comes. It wasn't Moses being up there. Those men didn't prevail by seeing uh, Moses standing up there. Did nothing for them. Every time Moses exalted the Lord Jesus Christ in his life, they prevailed. Amen? Moses got... Uh, heavy-armed. His flesh got weak. And listen, just because you got weak and you see the battle uh, going the opposite way now, doesn't mean it's over. Just because you fell doesn't mean it's over. 
Just because you found out who you are doesn't mean it's over. Aaron and Hur didn't go up to Moses and say, Moses, you, you know, you, you're not a man of God. Uh, you obviously can't hold this rod up like it's needed. Uh, why don't you stand aside and let the younger men take over now? You know, they didn't do that. And Moses' hands got heavy, but his goal still was to lift that rod up high. Amen. Lift the Lord Jesus Christ up high. And that's our, our narrow-mindedness right there is on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our goal. Listen, I'm going to bring some hope today. There's hope uh, for your trials. There's hope in your lowest points. There was a man, he asked me last week, he was going through his lowest time of his life. And he said, what do you do when you go and you are in your lowest time of life? And I had an immediate answer because I knew it. So I've told myself many times, we all get there. I said, I just try to keep my nose above the water. That's my last, last last means of survival. When the waterline is right up above here, and I, with every last bit, I said, God, just help me. And I said, you look back, and somehow he got you out. A lot of times, you don't even know. But you turn around, and you're out. And you say, God, how did I get out? How did you get me out of that? I was in such despair. And, but he, he took me and set my feet upon a rock, amen, there to stay. And he gave me a new joy and restored unto me the joy of my salvation and renewed a right spirit within me. God sent Moses to men. Moses didn't know what was going to happen. He just knew that uh, every time he held that rod high, they prevailed. But God sent Moses two men. He took two men with him that day. He didn't take an army, just two. Amen. We're going to call them hope and encouragement. Amen. And uh, those two men seen that Moses was struggling. And the Bible says, verse 12, but Moses' hands were heavy and they took a stone and put it under him. First, they sat him down. They sat him down. They got this big stone uh, and had him sit on it. And the Bible says, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, one on one side, the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Moses did what he could. And God did the rest. I want you to remember that. Do what you can and let God do the rest. Do what you can and let God do the rest. God sent some hope. God sent some encouragement. Could Moses do it? No, he can't. And you can't do it either. You can't do it either. But Moses seeing the men, his strong men down there, it didn't matter how strong they were. Uh, Moses seeing them down there, he had uh, motivation. He had a reason he had a cause to lift that rod back up, whatever it took. Let me say this. There's a cause, amen, uh, for your, your kids, amen, to get that rod back up. You say it fell down. Listen, Moses 
Moses' hands were down at that point. And they weren't going back up. And however long it took for them to roll that big stone over, for him to sat on, I'm sure it wasn't a little, little stone, you know, he can't be sitting on that. It had to be a big enough stone. Amen. They rolled it over to the edge and where they could see Moses and, and they sat him there on. And the Bible says that they, they each grabbed an arm and Moses just held that rod, but they held Moses' arms. Amen. And there's a cause, uh, even though you're down, there's a cause to get back up, to lift the Lord Jesus Christ up in your life. Uh, why? Because there's people. There's people dying and going to hell uh, right below you. There's people going to hell. Uh, there's family members going to hell. There's people of your own household uh, going to hell. There's people that need you uh, to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. And there's a reason. There's a cause to do that. Even though you're down, even though you've fallen, there's a reason to get back up. Amen? Even though you uh, messed up, there's a cause to get back up because the Lord Jesus Christ uh, can send somebody your way to help hold up your arms. Why? Because you can't do it. You can't do it. You don't have the strength to continue your whole life. We're not in this for an hour. We're not in this for a day. We're in this uh, for our lifetime. Amen. And it feels good uh, to have some hope and encouragement with us. There's people um, dying and going to hell. There's Christians hurting and in the battle and getting conquered today. They need you to lift your rod back up. Amen. To lift the Lord Jesus Christ up in your life. Maybe God will have you encourage somebody. You'll be an encourager to somebody. You'll bring hope to somebody, amen, and lift up uh, somebody's hands today. There's a reason uh, to keep going. There's a reason uh, to, to lift, up those, lift up the rod of God above yourself. Moses didn't lift it up a little bit. The Bible says he lifted it up. You have to lift it up. And the whole thing is lifting the Lord Jesus Christ above yourself. The Bible says, humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you. It wasn't about Moses, how strong he was, no. It was about the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives, lifting the Lord up in our lives above ourselves. The Bible says, and Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, write this for a memorial in a book. And rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. I want to challenge you to remember all the victories God has done in your life. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Remember, he's brought you out of troublous times before. He'll bring you out again. And God said, write this in a book. Write it in a book. For I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi, which means Jehovah is our banner. He's over us. He's over us. He's over us. We're going to lift him up. And if he's up, we shall prevail. Despite of what you're going through, despite of how weak you are, despite of uh, how many battles you lost, as long as you can get the Lord Jesus Christ back up in your life, you will prevail. You say, I've been out, at, out of it too long. I've been backslidden for uh, 30 years, and it's too late for me. My race is done. No, you can lift him back up. 
because he's never done with you. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. For he said, because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. I mean, those battles are never going to be done. You need to scout the enemy. You need to lift the Lord Jesus Christ up. You need to keep your uh, nose above the water and pray, God, send me hope. Send me encouragement. And they come and lift your arms back up. And somehow God gets you out. And you need to remember the battles that God has already won in your life. And hold the Lord Jesus Christ, Jehovah Nisi, hold him high as a banner for everyone to see. Let's pray. Father, I pray in heaven. You help us, Lord. As, uh, Lord, many good people, Lord, are fallen. But, Lord, it doesn't mean they're finished. Father, nobody can do it. We do not have the strength uh, to continue. Father, at first we did, but now we don't. We do not have the strength even to get back up. But, Lord, somehow you get us out. Somehow, Lord, you send somebody by our way to encourage us, to bring us hope, to give us strength. Lord, if it's not a person, Lord, it's definitely your Holy Spirit. Father, by your word, just by praying, whatever it is, O God, that we may lift up the Lord Jesus Christ back up in our lives and see uh, Israel prevail once more. I pray, O God, that you would help us all to have the victory and make not provisions of our flesh to fulfill the lust thereof, but, Lord, uh, to uh, mortify Lord, the deeds of our flesh, Lord, that your spirit may prevail in our lives and the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified. I pray, Lord, that you'll uh, speak to hearts and help us all give us strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's have a time of invitation. I want to ask you to pray uh, that God will give you victory in your life. Maybe you've been making provisions for your flesh. It's very easy to do. Make not provisions for your flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Maybe there's somebody you need to go and encourage. Pray for right now. Take the time. Ask God, God, please... Help me to lift the rod back up in my life. Lift the Lord Jesus Christ that others may see. When the rod was held high, they prevailed. It has nothing to do with you but everything with Christ. When he's held high in your life, I promise you, you will prevail. When he becomes your everything, I promise you, you will prevail. And others will prevail through you. What's the recipe for success? Christ. Lift them up. How do you have a successful walk with with Christ? Lift them up higher than yourself. How do you fight the devil off? Lift the Lord Jesus Christ up in your life. 
Sing it if you know it. Savior, Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. Amen. Man, God bless you. Thanks for coming out. Midweek service and... I hope it was a blessing to you. Amen. I know I feel refreshed, ready to go for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and it's great to always be with the church family. Uh, next week, we'll have our Wednesday night fellowship and a uh, time of prayer also. And continue to pray for each other. Continue to pray for the field in the back. Amen. And uh, as soon as we get that, we'll, we'll, have, uh, we'll have a need for somebody to mow the grass. Amen. Don't worry about that. We'll get in that tractor, get that ready. So, praise God. All right, anybody have anything to say? James? Yeah, I was on a bus today, and we met a girl named Kathy. Oh, good. I gave her my mother's landline. Did you give her a track? She's going to call this. Well, I hope she gets saved. Praise God. I'm going to bring her here. Good. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Testimony? Testimonies? Come on. One more. Brother Johnny. Praise God again for you and the primary for all the blessings. Everyone in this church too, everyone's a blessing to me in my life. And uh, praise God for this church members. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank God for you too, Brother Johnny. You and Dana, Brother Lou. Amen. I've been praying for you. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Any more testimonies? Good? All right. No, it's bedtime. <laughs> All right. Amen. Let's uh, close in prayer. <laughs> Lord, uh, thank you, Father, for um, just uh, family, Lord. And I uh, pray, Lord, you'll help us all. Um, to see uh, you, Lord, as our success. If we have you, we have everything. And, uh, Lord, I pray that you would help us all to strive, uh, Lord, to get Christ and more of you uh, in each one of our days and and hours and minutes and seconds, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would uh, give us grace, Father, to do your will. Help us, Lord, to get um, our arms raised back up. And, uh, Lord, to see... uh, victories, Lord, versus being conquered. I pray, oh God, that you would um, give us strength to do that. Um, We can't do it alone, Lord. Uh, We need each other. We need you. Uh, Thank you for your word, for prayer. Thank you for hope, Lord. And when we face a battle, Lord, everybody faces battles, but when we face a battle, we have you, Lord, to go to, and we know you'll get us out. And thank you for that. Thank you for hearing our prayer. I pray, Lord, you'll give us grace and strength, Lord, for this week. Give us opportunities, Lord, those divine appointments to soul win. And I pray that we'll be a light, uh, Lord, and share the gospel with somebody this week. In Jesus' name, amen.